names like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Anthony Irwin. Like this guy here. His name is Fagan. Harrison Fagan. Welcome, everybody, to the Lakers Lounge. Back to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today, joined by somebody who I am really excited to, to announce as the new co host of this show with me. Harrison is finally gone. Just, I could not wait to get this person out of my life. God, finally. And I'm bringing uh, onto the stage here somebody who you probably know well from uh, The Hook and from Tuesday Spaces and from I'm realizing I need to give you a raise Aaron Larsoul congratulations well bud. you know thank you thank you and it's about time I started getting some respect around here my <laughs> voice is not heard nearly enough on the silver screen and roll family of podcasts the entire feed so uh, yeah it's, it's about damn time and we will talk after the show we will we will definitely talk about um, raises I don't know if I can be paid in Hennessy I don't know if, if that works but We'll look into something because I definitely need to raise. Ooh, maybe we, maybe you can be in like an officially sponsored employee. Like okay, Aaron I Lars, like that. Aaron Larsoul by Hennessy. <laughs> Just by Hennessy, like the boxer, Hennessy, the boxers yeah. that like get stuff on their yeah. chest or their back. Hennessy's right. Aaron Larsoul. <laughs> yes, I like. My most of my most of my insides are pickled by Hennessy, so at this point, it's probably. It's body by Hennessy. My body is probably like 30% Hennessy at this point. So it's going to be I like 35 by the end of this podcast. Uh, you are not kidding. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think that works. And Hennessy is now officially partnered up with the Lakers. So yeah, everything, I think there's something here. Everything works out here. No wrinkles that, that, that need to be sussed out. Nothing that needs to be ironed out here. Nobody else who could Anthony, possibly I don't be know it. how many times I have to tell you that you're not allowed to pay people in alcohol, according <laughs> to corporate policy. But like this is it's just frankly shocking how many times you've tried to get this past me. No, you know, what's frankly shocking is that you're on this show. <laughs> Nobody. What? Everybody. Look, the people demanded it. OK, they wanted me back. They said <laughs> the, the voices were heard loud and clear. They aren't ready for me to leave. Dozens of you them. Know. Yeah, dozens, the, the dozens, dozens and dozens. tweets <laughs> saying, no, we don't want Harrison to leave. So once again, I am returning for another possibly last show. And yeah, uh, yeah you know, well, I, I, I mean, I'm mostly here because I wanted to hang out. I wanted an excuse to like hang out with Aaron. I see you well, enough. It's mutual. It's, yeah, it's mutual. And by the way, last time we did this, I don't, did we call it the triangle or something? Yeah, but uh, mm -hmm. it was I think it was well received. So, yeah, they, they tend to be, uh, you know, they people enjoy that that. You have my shenanigans. Harrison is more of the straight man, and then Aaron ha is the one with the information. So it works out. I think we we cover all bases. There's well, one the more base reason, technically in baseball, but but we cover three out of the four of the bases. The real Pete, reason get is at us. like we'll do we'll do like behind behind the uh, the curtain here. It was just going to be Anthony and myself. Yeah, but then that became especially for today's show. <laughs> It was going to just be a like me ranting. 45 minute episode of the lowdown. <laughs> I was just going to be sitting back here drinking in Tennessee and not being able to say anything. So we figured it would probably be. I mean, right you could have replied have proper. You could have replied like good point 
and stuff like that. You know, like you would have been, yeah, I think that's it, yeah. all you would have been allowed to say was like, well, that is, that's basically what I'm going to do for the next hour. So <laughs> let's get to it. I, I, it could, you could have replaced the swish noise, like on the lowdown. So instead of it's like segment by segment, it could be just like Aaron. Good point. All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, all right. So we had that normally there is like a preamble. Normally there is uh, some meandering that, that, that occurs before we get to the meat of the podcast today, though, it's such a meaty podcast and there's three of us talking that I don't think there's enough room for that. We'll kind of meander over the course of the conversation, but we have to talk about this Kyrie stuff. It has gained steam. Um, there is a lot more smoke around it for those of you who were paying attention to rumors. Kyrie's stepmom is doing the damn thing. And, and, uh, by the way, that's his agent right now. I'm not just to <laughs> be clear. You, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie's stepmom is doing the damn thing was not a <laughs> sentence I ever expected to hear uh, from no. you on a Lakers podcast. She's working no. her ass off though. No, seriously. I was, I was talking about this in Slack. Like I, I need her in my next contract negotiation. Like the, the way that she has rallied the troops to, you know, it's crazy to talk She's about unified Kyrie, some reporters who legitimately hate each other is, that Kyrie <laughs> is ready to turn down $30 million just yeah. to tell the Nets like, no F you, I will go team up with LeBron again is incredible. Um, I, I'm just going to quickly summarize the situation as I kind of know it. So <sighs> Kyrie and Brooklyn are at an impasse right now because Brooklyn does not want to pay Kyrie long-term because he has not been committed to them since he showed up. It's not just a vaccine thing. He had that weird leave of absence that he randomly took. And then on top of that is not, does not have the cleanest injury sheet either. So Brooklyn not interested in paying him long-term. Um, the, the conflict here though, is that if they aren't willing to pay Kyrie long-term, it's not quite known the impact that not having Kyrie in the organization will have on Kevin Durant. So they don't want to pay Kyrie long-term, but that might also cost them KD. And, and Kyrie, in his last kind of, uh, what's, what's the card game where you can give other people cards? Why am I blanking on this? Uno. The last Uno card that he can, get, that he can put down and ruin everybody's day including all of the union, the, the, the NB, the NBPA <laughs> that he is a VP of he, the last Uno card, the, the draw eight card that he can drop down on the table is fine. I will just go to LA and I will play there for $30 million less than I am slated to make this upcoming season. And then hopefully sign there long-term, uh, the, at the, at the soonest available time, not even acknowledging the fact that the Lakers right now aren't that interested in paying him long-term either. Nobody really wants to get in on the Kyrie long-term business. So there's a lot going on here. And, and I guess the only place that really matters and, and, and the, the backdrop for all of this is going to be whether anybody honestly believes that Kyrie is willing to take that kind of a pay cut because it's never happened before ever. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take umbrage with one thing you said. Okay. I think the Nets do want to pay Kyrie long term. I just think they want some protections in Bitcoin. The end of it. Like <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie's not their GM. 
Hey, well, I mean, if you listen to Kyrie, he's their GM. Yeah, just pay him an NFT. So well, no, it's just him and Sean and KD and you know, they're and and Joe. They're all managing partners in this situation. I, I just imagine like Kyrie negotiating with his stepmom. He's like, uh, I'm gonna offer us the full five year max. How does that sound? <laughs> uh, so I did. So that's one thing. I I do think the Nets actually do want to pay. From the outside, I suspect the Nets do want to pay him long-term. They are don't have a lot of other options, clearly. But they do want to pay him long-term. They just want some protections because, as as you alluded to, Anthony, he has been, let's see, how am I going to put this? He likes unreliable. PTO. He likes... Un- unreliable, I guess, is how I would, I would phrase it. I think that's a really fair way to put it. But so I want to ask you, because this is like about where I'm going to have to bow out. <laughs> I want to ask you guys something because this is what I've been kicking around. Yes, there were a lot of leaks stories tweets today but i'm not sure in actuality we're in any different place than yesterday or a week ago or a month ago like this is just like the next iteration you know the next chess move the next pushing against it from the outside again it looks like just more oh i'll walk okay like if he was and i don't know the answer to this but if he was going to just walk he would just walk. Like if this was an FU, he would just walk. Did you guys ever so see to... Blazing Saddles? Did you guys ever see that movie? I have not. I know what it is, but no. Okay. No, that's 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 white people shit. I don't watch that. Well, there. That's the that's same true. reason I didn't watch it. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, well, so there's a scene there where the sheriff shows up and he's giving his press conference, his in, <laughs> his introductory press conference. I'm laughing at myself. And 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 uh, everybody there is is taken aback at the fact that the sheriff is a black guy. And so the, See? that's why I ain't watching. <laughs> well, it's it makes fun of racists. Like the base of the basis of Blazing Saddles is that like you make fun of the inherent illogical nature of of racism. So this person okay. he stands up on the stage and he holds a gun to his head and he basically says uh because they're all they're all ready to to shoot him off of the stage and he holds a gun to his head and he says nobody move or the sheriff gets it and he doesn't say sheriff but he goes or the sheriff gets it and and this lady in the back goes he's just crazy enough to do it don't <laughs> nobody move protect this person we have to protect the sheriff and he like drags himself off of the stage using this gun and he gets back to the sheriff's office he closes the door and he goes man i am so good at this and boy those people are so stupid and i just feel like this whole situation has been Kyrie holding himself hostage because he's like i'll do it I will take the, this giant pay cut. I will go play for the Lakers. I am just crazy. And then you actually have Woj and Stein and Fisher in the background saying, he's just crazy enough to do it. We've seen him make it take a crazy stance before. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he's going to get back there. Now, I don't think he's going to have the same happy ending that the sheriff got. But like he's he's still gonna he's still winding up. And, and, and that's essentially the stance that he's taking. He's like, yeah, I promise I will completely shoot myself in the foot financially (laughs) that's why this feels to me like no different than what we've seen before this is just the next step in him trying to apply pressure to the nets yeah because if it was about just f you i'm out of here then it doesn't matter what he says then he's just leaving anyway so who cares well announcing that he will that there is the threat of that seems to me to be an attempt at an inducement towards the nets for them to come towards his side of the table yeah i mean first of all you know i got a couple correct first of all anthony where you started that analogy 
I'm impressed you landed the plane. Honestly, I was not sure where yeah, I, I thought was going. it was going straight into the mountain. But it by ended the way. up. It ended up in a place where I'm like, oh, okay, this visual makes sense. So, you know, good job there. And also, you know, I got to correct you guys. We have to refer to him legally as NBA champion and Olympic gold medalist (laughs) Kyrie Irving. Okay. We got to put some respect on his name, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and talk about his achievements and how much winning he's done as of like five years ago or so. Um, And so. To be fair, JaVale has won three NBA titles and an Olympic gold medal. So I don't. And they might make the the same salary next year, uh, according to all these reports. <laughs> um no like the thing that i was gonna say was this clearly aaron something that you've said a lot on these podcasts is that deadlines promote action and i think that that's mm-hmm. a really good way to talk about this stuff and to look at all of these leaks over the course of this morning and today this is both sides not just Kyrie. this is the nets too ratcheting up pressure on each other you know yeah. you have in addition to the like oh he'll really do it he'll go play for the mid-level he swears he'll really do it yeah. Uh, he'll light all this money on fire like the Joker. Um, and then, you know, that's you also a, that's have such a good movie. You you have the Nets where, you know, it's like, oh, they'd the rather see the KD and Kyrie. Yeah. And walk. they're prepared to lose both KD and Kyrie. Like the Nets are holding themselves hostage. They're like, huh, we'll trade Ky- <laughs> KD too. See what happens if you leave. You know, so both sides are pointing be... guns at themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's just going to be, it's just going to be. Ben Simmons, like the Will Smith meme at the end of like the Fresh Prince, just the empty house and he's nobody just like looking me? around, like where is everybody? Everybody shot themselves. Um, no, so I, I that's the that's the other thing too because I did laugh. The timing of all of this has been really funny because yeah, it was we were in Slack and and I said, man, I think I said this back on Friday or Thursday. I said, man, this is going to be a long five days. This is going to be a really really long five days. And Jacob said, I don't know why. I said, because there's a lot of money on the line and all of these people are trying to escalate the situation to gain leverage on each other. And that's what, like the 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 report that, yeah, that Woj I think came out with was that um, it is only the Lakers who have interest in, in trading for Kyrie. And therefore there is no bidding war. There is, and we do not want the stuff that they are offering here. Um, that report coming out right after Jake Fisher said that uh, Kyrie, it, there are people around Kyrie who are growing increasingly, uh, they, they increasingly believe that he is going to take the that $6 million dollars, yeah, to play for the Lakers. And, and, and just... there was also the, the report that, um, I don't even remember who it was, but that like the Nets basically had authorized. Oh, Kyrie our guy, Christian his camp Winfield, to... former yeah. SB Nation. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That, they, that the Nets had authorized Kyrie and his camp to go seek out sign and trade possibilities and now the issue with with this is that the crux of the the the, everything everybody's dealing with right now is that all right the nets if you are going to trade kyrie irving his stock is so low that there's no way they can get the kind of return that it would take to convince kevin durant to stick around and so trading kyrie only means probably also seeing Kevin Durant walk out the door or trading Kevin Durant or being forced to trade uh, Kevin Durant. And, and that's something that, yeah, they can, they can uh, bluster all they want about how willing they are to go through that kind of a situation. But no, nobody is prepared to trade Kevin Durant when he has four years left on his contract. That was, that was a laughable well, report too. Well, I would say two things. One, as it relates to Kyrie and KD, um, I don't know Kyrie at all. I know KD a little bit. They are 
two of the most mercurial a good word individuals mm -hmm. in the nba so i think that trying to ascribe meaning to whatever they're Does saying Kyrie think or, or mercury is actually a planet mercurial is in retrograde <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's kind of like a fool's errand to try to ascertain what either of them are thinking or will do or I, I the dudes they're just they're just and not even I'm, I don't there I, I don't mean there's no negative connotation in, in me saying this they're both just different dudes they're just like unique different guys it's kind of like Kawhi in a different way like trying to figure out what's going on in Kawhi's head what he's thinking <laughs> like you we don't know it's different because Kawhi doesn't say anything and he's a robot and the other two you know they're like very different personalities but i think it's kind of a fool's errand to be like oh well what will kd do if this uh, who knows kd is a just a different dude who knows i mean it's going to depend also, on like what teenagers are saying to him in his instagram dms that he has to prove wrong like if they're like <laughs> telling him he's a coward and he's just going to demand a trade out he may stay and try to win a title with ben Simmons. by the way you know? I, I i respect it i like it people think it's insecurity from kd him like responding I, no i to love that he's people like, with he's... eggs that have four followers i love it the other like counterpoint Maybe he's so secure he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks. Mm, no, I don't think. I that's don't know. True. I'm not, no, I'm not saying that's yeah. the right answer. I don't know. I I don't. I, I, I've I never understood why. I've never understood why anybody is expected to not give a shit what anybody else thinks. Like that's not how human beings work. We all care what people think of us. Well, we're not all as vain as you, Anthony. Well, I, I look pretty good in this light. I, you do, thing. you do. But that's why I was trying to. I'm so I'm so beautiful. I was trying to convince us to go live on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube coward shot. It That'll down. be tomorrow. That'll be to, so. Oh, so God. for those of you listening, tomorrow at uh, one p.m. Pacific, we're gonna go live on on the various channels that the pressure cooker can be found on. Um, that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. I would imagine yeah, yeah. as these reports continue to to escalate. I guess I need to bathe between now and then. <laughs> No, I mean not necessarily. Oh no, I'm gonna I whatever I get, whatever trouble I get. It into depends tonight, on how I'm gonna have to wash off before we before I'm on camera tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sure I'm gonna know. shave my head before tomorrow. Oh, I'm gonna Atta get boy. that done. That a boy. There you go. Come, so, come again, is it coming I, I, home I, I, if you keep doing it? Like, is it just returning home? Yeah, going I mean, you home go to do home the laundry your house every day, right? Like, you know, that's yeah. that's me every couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> so do you guys see? Do you guys see this as like materially different than? I'm talking about the the rumors that have come out today. I, I don't. Do you think the situation is materially different than it was before, or it just feels like, you know, like the the farther you go in if in trying to apply pressure, or even if it's bluffing, either way, like if it doesn't work, you have to keep taking the next step and the next step and the next step. You have to have like more outlandish uh, requests or opinions or threats. Do we think that to me, it just feels like the next step of applying pressure. Yeah, I so the only thing that I would say in my mind that's materially changing is sort of exactly what you're talking about. Like on some level, if you're going to threaten this stuff, you have to be willing to do it. And so like if you don't get what you want or you have to be willing to take kind of less than you're asking for and meet in the middle or whatever. So the fact that the two sides keep getting further apart in these negotiations, at the very least, it means that they're not that close on a deal just yet to return or we'd be hearing about that or we'd be hearing silence. And so, you know, if they don't really have a plan and they're not ready to reconcile just yet and they're still kind of 
this far apart to where they're very clearly trying to publicly leverage each other. That's the only thing that like, you know, two to two, three days out from free agency that really matters here is that they're clearly still like not all that close on an agreement to return or like but reconcile. If, if number one option for the person we're talking about, if number one option was really F you, I'll leave. If that was like the goal here, he what is there it. to talk about? He would have done it. What is there to talk about? It's his decision. Yeah, no, just leave. You, you just leave. Just leave. Yeah. Just leave and go sign for whatever, wherever. Just leave. No, it's, exa it's exactly what Anthony was talking about. It's the, I'll do it. I'll do it. I swear. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I don't, so, I, and I've had lots of people text me, call me, DM me about all of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand why anybody thinks this is like, it, the scenario is the same, has been the same for a month. I don't know why this is different. Well, if you're paying attention, this is no different. It's the you're right. Oh, I'll do it. Okay. It's like the the toughest dude at the bar, right? Is not gonna tell you, oh, I'll beat your ass. Like I'm you don't want to see like <laughs> the toughest dude is gonna keep his mouth shut and then knock you the fuck out if you come up towards him. Like the more you talk about it, the less I believe it. Well, I mean that that's actually a good segue to the next point that I kind of wanted to make here is that all of everything that we've heard to this point, we've heard Kyrie's camp. We've heard his side of the story. We've heard the Nets leak that the Lakers are the only team interested in trading for Kyrie Irving. We've heard league sources believe that so-and-so we've heard a couple, like a smattering, uh, you know, the occasional report. Yeah. LeBron wants Kyrie back and that there are some people within the Lakers organization organization who thinks that Kyrie gives them a chance at, at the at at a championship again next year. But like we have heard very little. Like especially in comparison to the other noise that has been made about this, we have heard very little from the Lakers period. Not just on the Kyrie front, but even heading into the draft like the the uh the Max Christie pick was quiet up until the time that they actually made it. Now this is kind of the benefit of running kind of a skeleton crew is that you kind of know ex there's four people in the room and it makes it really difficult to, uh, to leak anything if you're one of those four people. But That's I've wonderful. been, I've been really interested in Harrison. Like this is something that you and I can probably talk about a little bit more, obviously, because of, I'm going to go, I, I thought you were going to say, and here to give the Lakers side of the story, Aaron Larsoul. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this, is, this is when I go get a refill. <laughs> But like Harrison, you've you've noticed the same thing too, right? They they basically and and really in comparison to the Magic Johnson days, that like every thought that he had would leak out via text to, well, to any. Well, he texted them to reporters instead of tweeting them. It right. was like he replaced yeah. this tweet person and just like Shout you know send them mind. to BT. You know he's right. like yeah, and and so like it's I am been willing to trade every player on this roster for Anthony Davis. <laughs> now who has Del Demp's number? Um, so so like. I, have Indeed. have you noticed? Have you noticed? Have you noticed? In Indiana, at St. Elmo's, with me sitting there. You know what? I'm going to get another drink. I'll, I'll I'll be back in a minute. I don't. You know what? I don't even want to know what you guys are saying. Okay. I'm going to come back in just completely oblivious to whatever you guys. Say. So if you want to talk bad about me, now is the time for the next. Oh hell yeah! All right, go in. Um, but so so Harrison, have you noticed that though? Like the 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 disparity of of noise that the Lakers are making here compared to the other parties involved. Well, yeah, especially now that our Lakers rep just left the podcast midstream. It's, uh, like, they're that committed. You literally heard the door open. They are that committed <laughs> to not making noise, you know? Um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely something that's been that stuck out. Um, but one of the things that, you know, I I've also noticed monitoring the Clippers side of this as well, um, you know, for work and monitoring like the whole NBA side of it is pretty much most of these teams have not really said very much or leaked very much on Kyrie yeah. number one, because it would be tampering like they can't, you know, necessarily like start openly talking about these players and you know we always know like teams are interested in x y and z so that doesn't really stop things but i think while it's still this nebulous like i don't know what the motivation would even be for a team to put out there like yeah we really want Kyrie right now yeah you know i guess other than like test ballooning it with your friend with your fans to see how they feel about it but like you can already kind of see that from all of these leaks that are coming out of the nets and Kyrie. i just don't know that i really see any you know for any nba team not just the lakers but like in leaking yeah you know we really want Kyrie. you know like it, it's yeah. not like they can't back channel that to him regardless like they don't need a newsbreaker to put that out there for him to know like hey you know we the clippers are interested in Kyrie irving or whatever like that is that is made known i think like what free agency is going on right now and yeah. so, so i'm gonna assume the last like minute has been about how uh, wonderfully charismatic i am well we asked <laughs> um, you we said we said aaron like if the lakers aren't are interested in Kyrie, just don't say anything and you didn't respond so mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Aaron, leave the room if Good you point. think Kyrie is going to be a Laker. And then, wow, look at that. <laughs> Magically. Um, um, you're right, Harrison, you're right. Um, nobody around the NBA doesn't know what is going on around the NBA. And, like, it does not require a public declaration from one of the newsbreakers for somebody to know what's going on. There are conversations are being had all the time, legally, of course. But Always. No, no team has ever tampered all... in the NBA, except for the Bucks and the Heat last year. That's it. Those are the only cases of tampering ever. <laughs> but, well, it, it kind of reminds me also, though, of I think the Onion has a headline that like China is telling all of their hackers to back off and let America just ruin itself. And, <laughs> it, like, and like it, it we're doing a damn good job thus far. Well, I, I, I actually saw a legitimate headline that that's actually what's going on. So the, the Onion uh, headline actually came to fruition. But so but <laughs> but but the but it reminds me that like if you're if you're basically any of these other teams. And every report that comes out adds to your leverage in landing Kyrie in a trade or, or in the Lakers case, potentially signing him at the mid-level, then why would you report anything? You know, the only, the only report that you really need out there is that, yeah, if he was available at the mid-level, we'd be interested. And that's something that I would imagine, say what you will about Kyrie Irving, but there's going to be a few teams interested if he wants 29 to teams. Yeah. No, I bet. I bet 29 teams, all 29 teams would be interested at Kyrie Irving at the mid level. He is still like all a 29. So, okay. So all 29, but the nets, he wouldn't be available to the nets. He wouldn't be available to the nets at the mid level. Like Why not? Huh? Yeah, he could take the mid level. If he were to opt out, he I don't think he would opt out and then take the mid level. I'm just level saying the, the Nets would out, be interested at the mid level. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, right, it would fine. be the Celtics. So you're still right about 2019. I think the Celtics <laughs> wouldn't take him for the mid level. <laughs> Brad Stevens is not signing that contract. He's like, well, no, not even for the middle. And now, and now, and now apparently the Spurs as he's signing it. The Spurs, I don't think would want him. They need a tank, so I guess 2018. They're 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 already shunning victories for Victor Wembanyama. Um, but yeah, I, I've I found that the lack of noise from the Lakers kind of interesting and explicable. The the thing that I've I've 
I keep on kind of landing on though, and it's a worthwhile aspect of this conversation is like, what does that do for the Lakers basketball wise? Because uh, Kyrie Irving, while insanely talented, when he gets onto the court offensively, last we saw him was kind of a tire fire defensively. <laughs> uh, now, again, at the mid-level, you take Kyrie's offense and you just laugh at the defensive side of the ball, um, especially given the season that we just saw from Russell Westbrook last year at a significantly higher number where he would play defense like Kyrie and then not provide the offense. But again, like does, does Kyrie Irving at the mid-level Harrison put the Lakers back into title contention, given the other things that they would then be able to do across the roster? Um, I mean, it depends on what you get back for Russ, you know, assuming that he is eventually traded and that you wouldn't have Russ and Kyrie on the team. I think that would be, you know, kind of tough just from, you know, not even like personality, all that stuff aside, like just from a resource allocation standpoint to have, you know, those two guys on the roster, I think, you know, I don't, I don't think Russ is coming off the bench, you know, as much as everyone's talking about sacrifice and whatever. Well, there, well, there it's, it's, uh, it's facts over feelings, right? Yeah. The fact is Kyrie's a better player than Wait, Russell Westbrook that, right now. Is that a, is that, is that, is that a Clippers billboard you just referenced? No, I think that, that Darvin Ham said it himself. Yeah, no, that he believes in facts over feelings. He's been using facts over feelings everywhere. And, uh, that does sound like a Clipper billboard though. Doesn't it does. It, yeah. it does. Yeah. It, it, except that, you know, in, in Kyrie's case, there's questions Max about Facts over facts, feelings is the so. one that they're going to put up uh, when the Lakers sign Kyrie, and they're just going to show, like, their organization's commitment to vaccines, you know? Um, how many <laughs> how, how, how many banners are they going to put up? Vaxes over feelings, right? Like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, no. I, I don't, uh, but, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take this, like, live, but have you guys, and I, I have not verified this, but have you guys seen the latest thing in the silver screen and roll slack no because i respect you guys and i'm an active listener yeah no no no. go look go look go look at the slack because it would be an interesting thing for you two to talk about once you once you once you look at it it would be an interesting thing for you two to discuss where i oh the nets on there's a lot going on here yeah, the, the Nets just jumped the Pistons for the second best odds to land DeAndre Ayton on DraftKings. Uh, what is happening now? Historic odds movement. So Brooklyn jumped from plus 4,000 to th- plus 350 in the last hour on DraftKings. Um, if, no, I haven't verified this, so I don't know if it's true. But if that is true, it would be... We don't verify anything interesting on the podcast. It's fine. Because um, the Nets don't... They weren't have, even like a part of the conversation have, a second. Correct. And they also don't have... One dollar of cap room. Sign and trade for KD. I I don't know. I don't know. I just think that's an interesting. If this is true, that's an interesting wrinkle to all of this. I mean, it does. Well, know, it is the true. Odds are almost a really reliable. I don't know. Have you looked? Have you looked at the odds yourself Not to verify yet. them? I don't know. I haven't done true. my own research, Aaron. Right. I just see. I see the tweet. <laughs> that is a real tweet, but I don't know if that is accurate. I mean, that guy. That guy has been working his ass off to aggregate everything on on the internet, but he hasn't. He, has. he hasn't aggregated he has. anything that was false to this point. Okay. So if it is true, I think that is interesting. Obviously, Detroit. It I'm not getting like any free agency the... rumors on DraftKings right now. <laughs> well, it's just it, that would be odds. Like if you have odds on. Oh man, you're gonna make me do no, this. No, no, I'm I'm looking here. at odds. I'm not. I, they they don't have any, or at least not that I can see. They don't seem to have free agency odds up yet. They don't have futures, unless I'm missing futures. something. So I think why is that interesting? Because for two reasons. One, the Nets have zero cap space, so that obviously implies 
somebody's moving somewhere. I have it on here game. right now. And two, because Detroit, it seemed like from the outside, it seemed like their moves to create or their the the grant trade with Portland. Um, the prevailing wisdom was it was to create enough room to offer a certain restricted free agent a bunch of money. They did draft. They did take on Kemba, which did not harm that too much. And then they did draft a center. But the Nets seems like a very random ascension, if not for well, something in connection with the Kyrie and KD and the yeah. movement. It reminds me of uh, Paolo Bancaro, right? Like on yeah. Saturday over the weekend, he was at like plus 1,800 to be drafted first overall. And then he jumped way up. Uh, to as high as I think, uh, plus two hundred favorite. At one no, no, no. He was the favorite. And he then, was, and, he, then he went, and then finally, the he favorite. went to minus like one twenty. He went from plus six or eight hundred to minus one twenty in like. In-